Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Well, hello and welcome to episode 122 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. And Michaela, we are going back to the beginning. Well, to the beginning of John Wick. Uh, that world famous uh, assassin uh, hitman uh, that captured everyone's hearts and minds and imagination. Uh, not mine. I've never seen this movie until like two days ago. But I know you have and a lot of people have. People love John Wick. People love John Wick um, for a number of reasons. And we're going to get into all of them. I mean, but it's really hard not to love a guy who loves his dog and gets real mad if you mess with it, right? I mean, there was a whole show Lo- called Don't car. F with Lo- Cats, right? Loves his, I mean, loves his car. He loves everything. He loves his car. He loves his house. He loves his wife, you know? And, uh, you know, you just, there's there are days when you just don't want to kick someone when they're down. John Wick is not somebody to mess with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to mess with uh, John Wick, but uh, yeah, John Wick it came out of out of nowhere, really. Uh, this Keanu Reeves movie and uh, kind of blew the world away, and it spawned. Now we're up to number four, Michaela. We just went and saw number four uh, this week and talked about it over on our uh, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Drink the Movies, and uh, you know we got our got our recap on that. But this story just just continues to go and go. And in the offset, when I saw like the trailer for this and I heard people talking about this, I'm like. Okay, you know, it's it's Keanu Reeves running around uh, shooting people. How interesting could that be uh, for four movies worth now? But uh, now that I've finally gotten a chance to watch it, I have to say it is pretty interesting, uh, Michaela. And one of the other interesting things about John Wick, uh, man after my own heart, because he loves himself some bourbon. I love myself some bourbon and I love this week's cocktail. Michaela, you found this one. It looks pretty fancy, pretty, you know, it really keys in on all the things that makes John Wick John Wick. Yeah, it sure does. (laughs) So we're going to get into all that. But first, why don't we take a quick break and we'll go get all of our ingredients. We'll get some uh, little uh, whiskey stone bullets, grab a pencil, and we'll be right back to whip up this week's cocktail. So this week's cocktail, I'm really excited about because it really gets the vibe for John Wick down. Okay. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Pencils and all, right? We, um, if you don't know, Spoiler warning, there's a whole talk about how John Wick kills people with a pencil. Now, we don't see it in the first one, but uh, it's this is a cocktail that I think it, John would have come out of retirement for. That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. The pencil paints paints a picture um, in the first does. one in, in the first one for sure. And it's a it's an integral part. It's not really integral, but it is fun in the way that this looks. And uh, we found or you found this recipe, Michaela, it came from the Fancy AF uh, YouTube page, which is a great name for a YouTube page. Um, rethinking our own uh, name now. So good job on that uh, YouTube page. But um, Michaela, this this you know, brings in the essence of John Wick. You know, I mentioned in the intro, uh, some bourbon. Uh, John Wick's always having some bourbon. Uh, A quick note on the drinks in this first one. Uh, There's a bunch of people at that uh, hotel bar having martinis. Those martinis all looked excellent. Uh, It's also made me uh, thirsty for a martini. But uh, back to this one, back to this one. Fancy AF mixes this up. They use some of these little bullet casing uh, whiskey stones uh, that, that are that are there so that looks pretty cool there is a pencil with this amarina cherry uh run through it uh which is which is really kind of disturbing but uh really kind of neat and you know definitely uh you know it it that picture that gets painted in the movie uh is put into your glass uh right here Michaela but uh this comes together pretty simple it's uh just a, a little bit of a twist on the old fashioned um and it is it is really good i really like the way this one came together 
Yeah, this is really good. So um, just uh, for all your purists out there uh, listening in, um, you know, John Wick, uh, when he goes and he's he's drinking bourbon, uh, we see him drink uh, Blanton's. Uh, we uh, are are of humble of humble beginnings here at Drink the mm. Movie, so mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. we we don't um, we don't know enough people to get us uh, Blanton bourbon uh, because apparently it's harder to get than like I don't know crushed diamond dust. So what we <laughs> yep. did instead was we picked some other good bourbon. Um, and if you're a bourbon person, you know what you know, you know what you like. Um, you know, we did. I did some Elijah Craig. What did you do? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Elijah Craig is a really good option. That's one of my favorites for doing a mixed drink, something like um, an old fashioned. Because I, I, even if I had a bottle of Blanton's, um, I might have, I guess, for science for this episode, I, I wouldn't have used it for this. But yeah, Blanton's is really difficult to come by. Um, I think I I worked in a liquor store for almost two years. I saw like six bottles come in then. It's still hard to find. I was just at Buffalo Trace uh, this past over Thanksgiving. Uh, they didn't even have it there. So what I used was I used... Uh, Weller, uh, which is also made by Buffalo Trace, uh, a weeded bourbon. Um, yeah, the Elijah Craig is good. But yeah, anything that you would normally use for your own kind of old fashioned, whatever you're like your house, uh, you know, bourbon or a whiskey or rye is would really do pretty good in this recipe, I think. Um, so what you're going to do into your glass, um, you can use the the whiskey stones, but I would I would, you know, do those take your picture, um, you know, or whatever, because that's kind of neat. But then I would still put an ice cube in because you want a little bit of the dilution uh, here. So uh, big ice cube into a rocks glass, you're going to do two ounces of bourbon, uh, two dashes of aromatic or Angostura bitters, one dash of Peychaud's bitters, and then a bar spoon of Amarina uh, cherry juice. Now, if you're having trouble tracking down Amarina cherries, you might have to order those because I, I very rarely see them at uh, grocery stores, even like the fancy ones, Whole Foods and stuff like that. Um, you can probably find the Luxardo uh, Maraschino cherries, uh, which are also very classy and high end, but they have those at most of the uh, grocery stores. So just use a bar spoon of that and that will uh, get you there too. So uh, put that in, give it a stir and sip and enjoy uh you know give us a gold coin for doing good getting your uh, cocktail recipe and that's and you're all set to go but um michaela old fashions that's something we've done a couple times here on the show and you know different twists on them and talked about them in lobby bars and stuff like that but i don't know that bar spoon of cherry juice and that little kind of hint of you know sweeter notes from the Peychaud's bitters this was really lovely yeah it it, it is really i i'm not a i'm wouldn't have ever said that I was a bourbon girl, right? Um, but I have to say that I really like the way this came together because again, if you want it a little sweeter, you can add an extra spoon of cherry juice if you would like it to be. Um, I really uh, liked the way um, that the Angostura bitters kind of brings out this orangey zesty kind of mouthfeel to it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if that if it if it was the Angostura bitters or not, but mine was just really luscious and very um very boozy. Uh yeah, you, this is kind of I think you should have a martini rule for this one. Um, because more than two, and you probably, you know, definitely don't drive, please drink responsibly. Um, because it's it's very bourbon forward. But if you like bourbon, this is amazing. And um I love at the end of the drink. What I did was, you know, obviously eat the cherry off of my, <laughs> off of the number two pencil. And mm, it was kind of mm -hmm. like, 
if you'd soaked up, if it, it if you put that in the drink after kind of looking at it and thinking how pretty it was, um, it soaks up some of the bourbon as well. And that's mm-hmm. really tasty. Um, yeah, this yeah, was so- good. I loved that it was so simple. Yeah, the that cherry is is really delicious and really delicious kind of treat at the end. It's almost like candied um, in a way. It's it's really, really lovely. So, uh, yeah, definitely give this one a try, um, especially if you're a fan of old fashions. Just, you know, uh, twisting it up a little bit here. Uh, it's really good. And like I said, definitely captures the tone of John Wick and, you know, pays homage to his favorites. Uh, I just got finished watching John Wick, too. And, uh, you know, they go back and forth at the bar. Oh, you're a uh, you're a gin guy. And he says, oh, you're a bourbon guy. Absolutely. So mix one of these up. Uh, let us know what you think about it. Send pictures all that good stuff but uh for now michaela um we need to we need to go back to the start the 2014 john wick uh getting ready to take over the world hitman style i guess i don't know for sure but but let's take a quick break and we will be right back to chat about this week's film john wick evening john evening jimmy noise complaint noise complaint You, uh, working again? No, I'm just sorting some stuff out. Oh, well. I'll leave you be then. Good night, John. Good night, Jimmy. Spoiler warning for John Wick. If you've not yet seen this film, you should press pause. You should go watch it. You should go make yourself a fancy AF John Wick bourbon drink that we've just discussed. And then you can come back and we can chat about it because we're going to talk about all things John Wick. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk all about John Wick and spoiler, 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 spoiler. Uh, right in the IMDb, it says uh, an ex-hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that killed his dog and took his car. And that is exactly uh, what happens. So so there you go. So I really love that. They didn't even pull any punches there in the synopsis of this movie. Uh, but you still need to watch it. Uh because it's great. So this was released in 2014. It was directed by Chad Stahelski. Um, and apparently David Leitch might have also done some uh, directing on this. Uh, not credited uh, there, but uh, according to rumor, that's the case. Um, this stars, of course, Keanu Reeves as John Wick, uh, the retired assassin who has been trying to move on uh, with his life. Uh, you know, get over mourning his ex-wife. Uh, so that's uh, John Wick there. And there's uh, a bunch of other people that we're going to meet. Um, some adversaries, some allies. Um, but want to make sure that we make mention here of uh, Lance Reddick, uh, who's playing our hotel uh, concierge there um, through all the John Wick films who just passed away this past week. So rest in peace, Lance Reddick uh, has done a bunch of incredible things, um, popped up in all of just these amazing things was in, you know, The Wire was in Lost, um, you know, just all of these things and uh, a critical part uh, of this John Wick uh, franchise. So uh, rest in peace, uh, Lance Reddick. Do you have any favorite uh, Lance Reddick? Uh, roles or memories. Um, he he was like I said, he was a gentleman that just popped up in everything and was always always awesome, always this great presence and things. Yeah, I really loved him in The Wire. Um, I thought he was amazing. Um, I thought he was great in. Gosh, he touched so so many things. So I think the first time I ever saw him was in a movie called I Dreamed of Africa. Um, that's the first time I remember seeing him. Um, which no, by most accounts, not an amazing film, but he was amazing in it. And I remember being, um, 
very transformed by the way in which he carried himself in the the show The Wire. Um, the Wire, as if you've never heard of it, it's definitely worth your time. It's uh, it's on HBO. It's a series, and it has been hailed as like one of the best series of all time by a mm-hmm. lot of people. Um, it's been incredibly critically acclaimed. He was also in Oz, which is another HBO series that is uh, amazing. Um, and it it was around in the late nineties and it's also really good. I, I He was awesome and I'm very sad. Uh, so I'm going to try and hold it together as we talk about this movie that is uh, where a bunch of people die. Um, and he is like this consummate, like, character in all of the john wicks i don't we haven't seen the fourth one spoiler but um in one two and three he's like this thing that holds that that this underground uh hotel together that's full of uh kind of deplorable hitmen and women all over um and he just seems like a total you know ba you know yeah <laughs> and so we're gonna we're gonna miss him a lot yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into this a, a little bit, Michaela. So the movie starts up. Um, we see John Wick there. Uh, <laughs> there's this uh, SUV. It's rolling very slowly and then crashes into this wall. Uh, John Wick crawls out of the car, uh, bleeding to death there on the street. He pulls out his cell phone. He starts watching this uh, video of uh, him and uh, a woman. You're assuming that it's his uh, it's his wife. Um, this actually looks really great. Um, as Keanu Reeves is kind of smearing like blood on on the uh, screen of the phone there i think that that uh looks really cool and you're like what is happening uh i just watched the trailers for this john wick is uh he is the boss he doesn't get uh, shot by anyone what happened uh we don't know but we're about to find out because we're going back in time to the beginning of our story uh we see a very very cool uh mustang driving around town john wick is there he pulls in to get some gas as you do uh but runs into some jokers uh that does are speaking russian decide that they want to uh take his car and john wick says nope car is not for sale uh they say something he says something back to them in russian uh they are they're a salty salty group but john wick goes home uh you know to mourn the loss of his wife we get to learn a little bit more about that michaela yeah yeah his wife um her name's helen played by the really really beautiful and talented bridget moynihan um she's awesome and you see uh, a video that he keeps kind of looking at um, of them on the beach and you can see a little bit about their life together i guess they were uh, they were only married a short time. They don't, they've been together about five years and um, John Wick had uh, uh, left a life behind. You feel you don't know much about it at the beginning, but he had left a life behind to be with her. And then she had fell ill and had some sort of um, uh, long-term illness. So we don't know exactly what happened, but uh, he uh, kind of had to watch her die and was very just just respondent and um and sh- but she she knew him well enough to know that he would need somebody and need something to take care of and to love to kind of keep keep him to be kind of centered to the world so uh on his doorstep uh a courier delivers a very cute little dog um yeah they they named daisy it's a little uh, it's a, a little beagle it's a little, little beagle, beagle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and mm-hmm. she's she's looks like she's very sweet and and uh probably the best puppy that I've ever seen in my life because doesn't, doesn't have any accidents. Um, just is quiet all the time. John wick seems like somebody who, uh, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't deal well with, a uh, trifling, uh, the trifling of dogs and, uh, but they seem to get along. Okay. But, uh, it's really bad because the dog is only there for maybe a couple weeks before, um, this 
Russian guy and his posse break into John Wick's house and try to steal his car. And it's not, doesn't go down well because John Wick is like, yeah, I, I'm not okay with you trying to steal my car. So he, you know, they get roughed up and then John Wick kind of gets incapacitated and then they do the ultimate, which is they, they, they kill little Daisy and it's really awful. Yeah, it is really awful. And it's um it's it's kind of neat, I guess, that John Wick's, you know, wife had the forethought of of sending him this puppy, uh, you know, kind of on on her own deathbed because she knew he was going to need something to help, you know, process her own death. And we start to learn a little bit more um about John Wick and, you know, kind of who he was. He was this hitman. He worked for this, I, I guess, kind of Russian uh mob sort of sort of thing. We don't get a bunch of his backstory, and that's kind of one of the neat things about this series is that it, you get to learn a little bit more about him as as we go through this. But you know, we learn that he's you know kind of retired from this life he's he's given it up he's moved on but uh you know when uh these kids who decide that they want to come and steal his car turn up and uh you know kill his dog and uh steal his car uh that's all bad so in the kind of head of this is a gentleman by the name of Losef Tarasov, who's played by Alfie Allen. You probably know him from Game of Thrones. He was terrible in Game of Thrones. He was terrible uh, in this. Don't be stealing people's car, and definitely don't be uh, uh, killing poor little Daisy. Um, but I like yeah. kind of the kind of the symbolism of you know John uh, through this section as he's got kind of this little Daisy uh, bracelet uh, that Helen had worn um, laid there on his nightstand, and then now, of course, the collar of Daisy uh, on the nightstand uh, there as well, really kind of giving him his motivation um, for what's about to happen because Losov takes you know this car into the chop shop, uh, and the owner of the chop shop there, who's played by John Maguizamo uh, by the name of Aurelio, says, you done messed up, Losov. Get this car out of my sight right now. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to die today. Um, yeah, uh, I know that car. Because of course, uh, apparently, of course, I, I don't know. I'm not in the Russian underground mob. I, I don't know. But when you steal a car, you got to go to a chop shop and get it all, like, get all the special marks taken off of it and get it to where you can drive it. And, and no one's going to stop and say that it's a stolen car. Um, and Aurelio is like, hey, I know the owner of that car. Did you kill him? And of course, Losef's like, no, but... You know, I messed up his dog and he's like, oh, <laughs> even worse. Great. Get it out of my sight. And um, when your dad, because, uh, of course, Lucif is like, wait till my dad hears about this. And he says, well, you tell him uh, that you just killed uh, you, John Wick's dog and stole his car. And I don't think your father is going to be really pleased. And, of course, he's not. His father is uh, uh, Vigo Tarasov, played by Michael Nickfist. Yeah. And uh, amazing. Uh, he does a really good job of being real, real mad. Uh, and that's when we learn who exactly John Wick is, uh, because he's not just any kind of person who lived a seedy life in the past. He was like the assassin's assassin. They called him the Baba Yaga, who you would go to kill the boogeyman. You would hire John Wick and he would go do it. And he was really, really good at it. And now you've really made him mad. So you congratulations, really, Losef. You have, you know, dumb right. ways to die. <laughs> that's that's right. You done messed up. Um, I really like because uh, Aurelio, you know, yells at 
uh, Losef tells him to get out of there. And then, you know, dad calls uh, Aurelio later and is like, uh, did you yell at my son in front of everyone? He's like, he's like, I absolutely did. <laughs> and Vigo goes, why did you do that? Uh, because he killed John Wick's dog, uh, which uh, Vigo is like, oh, OK, good call. <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, let me get my son in here. I'm going to yell at him, too. Uh, you've got uh, Dean Winters as this guy, uh, right hand man. He's playing a character by the name of Avi. I can only ever see him now as the mayhem uh, insurance uh, character. So it's fun to see him anytime he's acting in anything uh, from now on. But but yeah, the uh, the stage has been set. John Wick mourning the loss of his wife uh, has this run in with these uh, wannabe mobster kids who uh, decide to steal his car and take his dog and all bets are off as we see John Wick go down into his basement, takes a sledgehammer to the floor and starts literally unburying his past, which is pretty great. There's about 10,000 guns in there. Uh, there's a bunch of these gold coins. We don't know what the story is with those, um, but we're about to find out because John Wick is ready uh, to get going. But, you know, Vigo is a man with a plan. He says, uh, you you went and you stirred up this uh, Baba Yaga, uh, John Wick. That was a bad idea. We better go get him before he gets us. He sends about 100 people to his house. Uh, but John Wick is, uh, you know, obviously not one to be trifled with. He quickly dispatches of all of these people. John Wick has an amazing house, by the way, Michaela. Uh, I love yeah. John Wick's house. I wish I could live at John Wick's house um, and have John Wick's car. Uh, apparently being a hitman assassin uh, pays pretty good. Yeah, it pays pretty good uh, as as long as you like minimalist furniture because there's a there's very clean lines in his house uh, and he he makes use of those lines. I mean he he kills all of them very very efficiently um, and then he calls in a reservation. Which at first you're like, why is he reserving dinner? I don't understand. But uh, in the underground, there's like a whole system of people that you call and ways to talk to each other and currency that is exchanged in these gold coins. And uh, in comes this gentleman who's got a team of people who um, just get rid of all the bodies and clean all the mess. And then his house is back to being pristine and very clean lines again. It's <laughs> very, very interesting. Um we can talk a little bit about the set direction because I think it's really, really well done uh, given the the budget constraints that they have uh, mm -hmm. for this for this first film. But uh, you know, um, Vigo realizes that uh, he he sent an army and he probably should have sent more or uh, gotten you know more realistic with what was going to happen because now John Wick is even more angry and he's even more determined uh he goes to Aurelio he gets a he's like I need a I need another vehicle um obviously I'm not going to be able to just let this go and so uh he's off to uh the where where would you go I guess as an assassin you would go to your old stomping ground which is this is a really cool hotel called the Continental in the middle of New York City and He's going to go and figure out where uh, Losef is so that he can kill him. That's right. Yeah, he goes to the Hotel Continental. Um, I also really like that after he uh, kills everyone at his house, uh, this police officer shows up and just looks and he sees like a dead body behind John. He just says, are, are you uh, working again? And John's like, yeah. And he's like, okay <laughs> and he leaves because the police officer knows don't mess with john wick either so uh absolutely so it gets to the hotel continental uh which which is really cool you still don't really have a whole grasp on this on this stuff right but he gets there he's talking to uh you know the lance reddick's character and says i i need a need a room and he hands him you know a, a stack of these little gold coins they get him set up to his room and we start to learn a little bit about kind of the inner workings of how um this underground assassin hitman uh club the 
organization kind of works, right? So you go to the Hotel Continental, it's like a neutral ground, no fighting is allowed there, um, no talking business there, you just go, you get what you need, uh, it's like a good you know, safe house kind of place, more or less, um, in this very fancy hotel with this very fancy, uh, hotel bar, which looks really cool. Um, you know, see people in there drinking martinis, John Wick goes up and, uh, gets himself a bourbon, which has a handwritten note from a kind of the head of the assassins, I guess, Winston played by Ian McShane, who's really great. Um, sends over a little bit of a note because, you know, John Wick's doing a little bit of, a little bit of poking around and you're not really supposed to be doing any business, but, uh, you know, Winston, I think kind of, kind of knows that uh, John Wick is in the right here. Um, he'd been trying to do his best to move on, so he gives him a little nudge in the right direction to go find uh, Losef and, uh, you know, deal with this with this kid who killed his dog. Don't don't, don't be mean to dogs. That's right. Um, and, and I want to talk about that because I was terrified. I mean, they were very clear when you go see this film. The, it's in the previews, right? They kill a dog. Um, and so I was a little concerned that it was going to be overtly violent in that area. And, and that really bothers me, as it probably bothers a lot of people. Um, and so that part was not as it wasn't as gory as I was I, I was afraid that it was going to be. So I was grateful for that. Um, but we more than make up for it because the next scene um they go to this red circle club and I want to talk a little bit about the, the kind of the sets and the design of it because they picked mm -hmm. uh, in New York city, they didn't have a lot of money. So they picked a lot of different um, places to have the, in the interior and exterior shots. And um, this circle club looks like it's three levels, right? There's like this weird bathhouse spa at, 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 in the basement with like these really beautiful looking pools. And like, there's a girl who's like giving, and everybody tons of drinks and everyone's having a great time then there's the club area and then um uh, there's there's like multi levels of this of this club which looks mm -hmm. really cool um and john wick just kind of goes in and starts shaking things up to to get uh losef um and and you know there's a lot of uh glass breaking there's a lot of very angry um kind of russian mob folks that are trying to that mm -hmm, Losef mm -hmm. keeps putting in front of John Wick as fodder for him uh and it doesn't go well it's it's really well designed I think from um a choreography perspective um I have no idea how they shot this uh part of it it's it's one of my favorite scenes because you watch how John kind of John Wick kind of goes through all of these layers and levels um and what they were were very different places so when they put it all together it just kind of redefines uh and reopens the idea of what good editing can do because mm -hmm. it really makes it look very s seamless and very clean i mean you just have a lot of respect for how amazingly efficient john is at killing people yeah because there's a bunch of people there right yeah vigo has you know about a thousand of his uh, henchmen there kind of trying to protect Losef as you know John Wick is going through moving it and that was that was kind of one of the standout things for John Wick right that really set it apart from other um, action films and action adventure films at the time was just this kind of seamless edit of him just having these really long prolonged fight scenes you know as he's going through you know kind of this three levels of this club fighting I don't know like like a hundred different people and dispatching of them and having these, you know, lengthy fight scenes. So it's, it's a testament to kind of the, the forethought for how that's going to work for the choreography of it, for the stunt work of it. it it's really, really very impressive, um, you know, from, from a stance where this, you know, could have been, you know, a very generic kind of, kind of story, but you know, it, 
it it prolongs it and shoots it and and treats that stuff in in such a way where it's it's really almost like mesmerizing as you're as you're watching it watching him go go through this so uh yeah so he has he has kind of this fight at the club um he goes back to the hotel he has a run-in uh with another assassin by the name of miss perkins played by adrian palicki um she's there you're not supposed to be doing any assassinating any hit manning hit womaning at the hotel uh but you know she doesn't care uh she doesn't play by the rules apparently so uh, she's going to go and try to kill uh john wick uh but you know that that doesn't go uh so great for her but you know she eventually uh, gets gets to run around um, from there. Gets out of the hotel um, before she meets her untimely end. Spoiler at the spoiler at the end there. But you know John Wick is still uh, you know on the on the trail. He's going after this kid. But unfortunately for John, he ends up getting captured himself. Right? Uh, Vigo gets the drop on him. Uh, he gets taken in, uh, bound to a chair, and you know John is about to lose his life. But luckily. He has a friend, and who doesn't want to have a friend like Willem Dafoe playing Marcus? I want to be yeah, friends right. with Willem Dafoe. Yeah. I mean, I, I love this character and I love their relationship because Willem Dafoe has, uh, you know, he was originally asked um, by Vigo to take take out his friend, John Wick, and he says yes. Um, but when he gets the opportunity, he always gives John Wick uh, a bit of a heads up that something's happening. So, for example, when Mrs. Perkins breaks the rules and tries to uh, kill him in his hotel room, Marcus is there to let him know that uh, fires off a warning shot so he can plan. And it doesn't go well for, for poor Marcus at the end um, because he does help uh, John Wick kind of escape uh, this and I love it because he's like, look, you guys don't understand. You've killed my dog. And um, it was the only thing of, of hope that I had left. And now I just don't care. I'm going to burn the entire city down if I have to. I'm coming for your son. You guys keep asking if, if I'm back and I'm back and I'm real mad. It's like, I'm back and I'm pissed <laughs> off. I mean, it's so great. Um, it's like the action hero movie, action hero movie, right? Um mm -hmm. But Marcus does end up uh, having to pay the price because, of course, uh, Mrs. Perkins uh, tips off uh, Vigo that uh, this whole time Marcus has been kind of helping out, even though he's supposed to have tried to kill John Wick himself. And so <sighs> Vigo ends up going into Marcus's house and torturing him while he's on the phone with John Wick. That's a bad idea. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Um, that, that's right. Yeah, that is that is a bad idea. Don't do that. Um, so yeah, so so everything's kind of coming to a head. Um, John Wick, you know, with with the assistance of Marcus, there is able to escape his captors, finds out where Losef is hiding out, goes to kind of this next safe house, uh, quickly kills like uh 20 more people there, um, en route to kill uh Losef himself, get his uh vengeance um before you know ultimately, you know figuring out where Vigo is, right? He knows that Vigo is tortured and now uh, killed Marcus, uh, which makes him mad. He was probably going to let Vigo go, right? He just he really just wanted to kill Losef. Uh, but now Vigo has done and messed with the wrong guy. He has uh, pushed his buttons. He has sent people after him uh, for no good reason. Uh, you could have just just turned over your kid and that would have been that. But uh, I guess Vigo is a, a protective dad um, and he's getting ready to get out of there. He said, you know what? Get me a helicopter. I'm leaving town. That's the only way to get away from, from John Wick. But luckily he gets one more tip. So John 
John Wick goes and has this final kind of encounter uh, with Vigo. They have an all-out brawl, uh, which leaves John Wick stabbed and Vigo dead. Uh, so that's going to get us to our end part of the story. Uh, basically, Michaela, John Wick has literally gone through and killed everyone. Um, his friend Marcus has died. Miss Perkins dies because she broke the rules at the Hotel Continental. Don't do that. She goes into this very cool-looking... Uh, um, a plaza sort of thing with all these pillars around it. And she walks in to, to talk to that head, uh, hitman guy winston uh he says uh you also done messed up miss perkins and well eight people pop out from behind these columns uh shoot her down so literally everyone in the story is dead except for john leguizamo who knew better um at the beginning of the movie said don't right. mess with john wick um and uh john wick is alive but just barely because he's back in that car right where we saw him at the beginning of the movie yeah and this is a scene where you don't know, because if you didn't know that there was a second one, and then the first, when it came out in 2014, you didn't know there would be one. Uh, so you're like, oh, is this it? Is he going to die? Because he's bleeding all over his phone. Um, it looks really cool. The rain's kind of pounding down, and he's looking at his phone, and it's it's his wife's video, and he kind of slumps over, and then you hear her say in the video, come on, John, let's go home. And uh, I don't know, it kind of wakes him up, and... Um, He's a resourceful guy, John Wick. It's probably why he's still alive. Um, so he goes into like this vet shop, um, like this it's old animal veteran. shelter. Yeah, it's, it's animal an animal shelter. shelter. And they have, you know, they have needles and threads and staples and he staples? puts his stuff back together. I don't know what that gun thing was. He he puts it on his belly. It's a, was that? It's a, it's a staple gun. He's stapling right. the, his, uh, his wound closed. His wound Clean, shut. Yeah, cleans yeah. it out, staples himself closed, gets a yeah. new dog. And, <laughs> And goes home. Yeah, yeah. He gets a dog that's a little bit more threatening than a beagle, uh, though. Uh, perhaps, perhaps uh, uh, the pit bull is 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 the way to go. Really sweet, beautiful looking dog, and uh, and it was about to be euthanized. So before anybody says that, hey, he stole another dog, he didn't. Uh, they were going to kill the dog, so he saved it, and uh, and now that's his new best friend. And then you see them kind of walking together in the moonlight, and you don't know what's going to happen next. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That is, and that's what that's where it ends. It ends right there. Um, it could have been could have been a one and done story of you know this this revenge from John Wick, but obviously it propelled on a bunch more John Wick stories. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think anyone really saw this coming. Um, like I said, Michaela, I never saw this until like two days ago when I watched it for the first time. And if you would have asked me anything about it, um, I would have said oh, it's about you know Keanu Reeves and uh, he snaps and goes and kills everyone. Um, and that and that's kind of true. That's kind of true. Um, but you know that description doesn't really explain why there's a John Wick Part Two and Part Three, and why there's a John Wick Part Four now, and there's apparently like two spinoffs and potentially a John Wick Five still uh, coming on its way. Uh, but Michaela, did you watch this back closish to 2014 when it came out? Were you on this John Wick train all the time, or what? What were your thoughts about it? Um, you know, having a little bit more experience yeah. uh, with this franchise than me. Yeah. Um... So I, I, I heard about this film about a guy who gets uh, his puppy killed and he decides to go on this massive rampage of revenge. And I'd probably heard about that in like 2011. I did not realize that it was going to be J John Wick and that it was going to star Keanu Reeves or anything like that. So when it came out, I was like, oh, I remember hearing about this. I hope it's good. And then I saw it and was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Um I love they they I loved that um we we had a feeling that there would be a second one and I love what they've done what they do with the you know second third and and now fourth one we're going to we're 
going to talk about the fourth one in our Patreon, so I'm not going to do any spoilers here, but I really like the tip of the iceberg that this is that this started because I mm-hmm. did love the look and feel of this. I loved the idea of this underground world that we as like normal human beings um, don't see and don't have any awareness of and that there are there could potentially be these these total assassin like people who just walk around and you know, live in this underground world and where they have things like magic coins that'll get you anything and um, all of that. I I loved that aspect of it. And I thought it was Mm -hmm. really gritty. I loved the, the kind of the neo-noir aspect of the way it was filmed. Um, I just thought it was really a sharp film and I'm not a huge fan of shoot 'em ups. Uh, you know uh, these kind of action thrillers. They're not usually my thing. I'll watch them once or twice, but I find with John Wick because it's it, there's some principle around it, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it's um it sits differently. I you know when you're when you're looking at it, and it, I wouldn't say that it's like the most you know it's not it's not got Oscar winning acting or anything in it, but it's very well done. All mm-hmm. the actors really stand up beautifully. Um, and some of the some of the dialogue is really awesome. So I think that that's probably why it 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 did as well as it has. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know because I obviously we haven't seen John Wick four, but I I don't know how they're going to fill the hole um, that, um, you know, Charon is going to is going to leave um, now that. Lance Reddick um, has passed. That's mm-hmm. um, I. I don't know. So don't tell me if if you know what happens in, <laughs> in the fourth one. But if there's going to be a fifth one, I don't know what they're going to do with that character because I just can't imagine anybody else playing him. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see uh, how uh, that's handled in the in the fourth installment when we go and see that. But um, yes, uh, same as you, Michaela. Um, like I said, I, I'd never seen this until a couple of days ago, so I kind of knew about it, you know, peripherally. Obviously, there's been you know three outs up until uh, you know up until this point, uh, the fourth just for being released. So I knew that obviously there was enough of to the story that you know made it worthwhile for people to keep going back to it, and I knew that people really really liked it. Um, yeah, there's something very kind of special about this first movie. It's, uh, you know, the budget is, depending on where you look, is between like 20 and $30 million, which is, you know, not no budget by any means, but that is pretty low budget, especially when you look at the people that are in this, right? Keanu Reeves, uh, Michael Nyquist, uh, Willem Dafoe, uh, Dean Winters, uh, Adrian Palicki, um, Bridget Moynihan, John Leguizamo. Um, so it, that's, a, that's a pretty, you know, star-studded cast for something to be that low budget and still look as good as it does, the way they're able to use uh, kind of these sets and these and the way that they did the set design on all these places to bring these places to life, um, the way they made his house look and the way they could, um, you know, the way they lit it at night for that first kind of fight scene was great. Um, there's a scene at the beginning of the film where he's at his wife's funeral um, and it is just pouring down rain. And, you know, Keanu Reeves is just standing there uh, with an umbrella that looks spectacular. Um, I, I really, you know, really, really liked the way that it looked. But but the reason for me why this was so special was because it's it's going into that underground uh, bit of, you know, this the hitman assassin uh, group of of the world. And they do a really good job because 
sometimes when you get stuff like that in movies, they'll really try to explain what's happening. Like they'll have John Wick say, oh, I need to grab my coin so I can go pay for all this stuff. But they don't. They just let kind of this world uh, be shown to you. And you have to kind of put the pieces of how it's working together. Right. They just show it working. They don't explain how it's working. Um, and that's really neat. And that's something you kind of get more into, obviously, as you go into the you know second and third installments, you're learning a little bit more about the way that that world works. But I thought that that was really great, um, you know, really interesting way to tell um, a revenge story other than, you know, just John Wick snaps, grabs a couple pistols and goes and kills everyone, right? There's this whole like layer of how this world works, uh, which I think is is really, really great. So I'm very excited to go and see John Wick 4 now that I've, you know, finally caught up. I've finally seen the light of John Wick to go and see these and uh, see how this fourth one, because by all accounts, people that I've seen, you know, online that have seen it, kind of the reviews for it um, is supposed to be really good. So I'm pretty excited about it, Michaela. Yeah, me too. Um, like I said, this was just the tip of the iceberg and we're 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 gonna cover it, cover more of it. I don't think I could expand on it any better than you did. I love this 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 whole world that you bring us to. I mean, we talk about, you know, how Star Wars created a world and how Harry Potter created a world and and there are all these other kind of worlds that we can dive into. This was a real fun kind of adult playground um mm -hmm. where the rules like there, there are, you know, we, we talk a little bit this week about Dungeons and Dragons and what the rules are of the game. This was kind of like that in that it was, it, you know, someone screwed up, they did something really bad. You wanted to have righteous anger and seek vengeance uh, and, and right the world. And you really um, didn't care uh, that it was done in, in like really violent, <laughs> overly assassinated ways of, Mm -hmm. killing people it wasn't over the top violent it was just violent because there's a lot of people that he kills um and so yeah I, i'm i i like it and i think that it'll be interesting to see how they're going to cash in on this a little bit because obviously now uh if you got a story that works you know people are just going to milk it for all that it's worth and i hope that they don't milk it to death um because i think there are some interesting stories in this underground world that could be told and i'm mm -hmm. excited to see more of that but i just you know, we, we got to make sure that um, things have a beginning, a middle and an end. And we're not 15 years where John Wick's 87 still trying to avenge a dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, keep going, avenge that dog uh, as long as you dog. want John Wick. That's that is uh, that's my official stance. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's John Wick. Um, it's a little tricky to talk about because it's literally, uh, you know, 80, 80 of the 90 minutes is just him going on this uh rampage, um, at the end of the film there. But, um, it, it's really great and it's definitely worth watching. And I'm, I'm very upset that I hadn't watched it until now. So, uh, let us know in the comments if you've seen uh, John Wick, uh, what your thoughts are about the franchise. If you went out and saw John Wick, uh, for what's your favorite entry of it is, let me know why. I'm terrible for not seeing it uh, earlier than three days ago. Uh, let us know what your favorite kind of dog is because dogs are the best for sure. Um, and let us know if you make one of these old fashioned uh, riffs that we got from the fancy AF uh, YouTube page there. Uh, let us know that. Take pictures of it. Send it. You can put it on our Discord or tag us on, on all the social medias and things like that. It's at Drink the Movies on uh, Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com slash drink the movies you can see pictures of ours with the little ice cube bullets hopefully um on the website which is drinkthemovies.com you can go there for episode recaps pictures um you know all of that good stuff and um we mentioned it a couple times but we're on patreon patreon.com slash drink the movies if you want uh kind of our bonus episodes and bonus content and uh stuff like that so we've got a lot of fun stuff going on over there um next week you're going to want to make sure you tune in because we're covering something 
completely different next week Michaela we're talking about singing in the rain I don't I don't think there's I don't think there's any assassinating and singing in the rain I haven't seen it in a while uh, but I don't I don't think so I don't I think, think we try so. to assass- assassinate Lila Lamont's voice in singing in the rain because wow. I can't take, stand him hot take hot take from Michaela for sure but yeah singing in the rain that's coming next week so you're going to want to make sure you listen to that one that one's a classic of classics so Michaela if they want to check out singing in the rain where should they get subscribed to us you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Good Pods, anywhere where I guess the Spotify Anchor Pods are distributed. We would love it if you would subscribe. We have two drops a week generally. And uh, if you're liking what you're hearing, tell your friends, leave us a five-star review. We're really excited because we get to uh, we get the best job in the world. We get to talk about movies and drinks all day. Join the community. We'd love, we'd love to hear what you have to say. We'd love... Uh, any insights, any movie requests that we haven't already done or hot takes of yours on a movie that we have covered, uh, send us a note. Join our Discord. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Do all of those things. We definitely appreciate it. And it helps get the uh, drink the movie stuff out there. So, um, Michaela, I guess I guess with that in mind, um, I still have to watch John Wick 3. We're going tomorrow to see John Wick 4. So uh, I still have a lot of uh, a hitman uh, John Wick style to to get through before we before we go. So we better wrap this up. So, Michaela, I don't know. Uh, don't be don't be mean to dogs. And don't be we'll... mean to dogs. I mean, there's there's. <laughs> There's a whole reason not to do any of the things. Don't steal anything that's not yours. That's right. Don't be part of the Russian mob, especially since I really don't think that the, this underground world with special coins exists. And that would be the only reason to really do it is that that stuff's kind of that stuff's kind of cool. Yeah. Be nice to dogs. And we'll talk to everybody next time on Drink. Drink. The movies. The movies. Good night, John. Night, Jimmy. <laughs> it's like the Thank you. Most normal thing in the world for a cop to be like dead body in it behind you. Okay, that's cool. It's cool, okay. man. Okay, you back to working? They killed his dog. Zero stars. <laughs>